0: Main Street and downtowns are the heart of our communities. It's never been more important for communities to focus on and reinvest in their downtown. At the recent downtowns conference in Georgetown, Texas, we had the chance to catch up with Letitia McNatt, the downtown coordinator for the city of Garland. We had a great conversation about what it takes to successfully coordinate with businesses, the city, and residents to support and create a thriving downtown. Enjoy. You're listening to Eyes on the Street, a civic brand podcast. Conversations on community branding, engagement, and marketing.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Murals. Coming soon to that ugly wall in your downtown.
0: I'm just going to let it roll, and we'll you know we'll edit this down, and um, so we can just keep it super conversational and, and, and see what happens.
1: So it's okay you didn't see the
0: question. Yeah. I don't really have questions. Okay. I was gonna make up some, but no, you know, like we kind of just want to, you know, just chat and get your point of view on some stuff. So
1: and for it to be comfortable.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah, much more yeah. Up. We don't need you to have a monologue or, okay, or anything. So I guess first, just let's kick off with tell me your name, kind of what you do, and, and why you're why you're here.
1: Okay, my name's Letitia McNatt. I'm the downtown coordinator for the city of Garland. It's actually um, a new role uh, for the city. Altogether, as well as a new position for myself. Okay. So um, I, I'll refer back to one of the sessions I was just in. It's really kind of hard to describe what it is I do in, sure. a, in an elevator speech, if you will. But I'm essentially the. The liaison between the business community, the city, um, the chamber, just trying to connect a lot of energies that are already working quite successfully outside of one another, if you will, um, and bring them together to implement some projects and really push our our downtown forward in the direction it's already headed. Okay. Yeah.
0: Cool. And then you guys were nominated for... A project. Can you tell me about what that category and what specifically you guys were nominated for?
1: Yeah, we were nominated for the best promotional event for population over 50,000. And our project was um, the downtown dine-around. So Garland, um, the the interesting thing about Garland and our downtown specifically is, you know, obviously we're a first-ring suburb of Dallas in a big city with those big city blues. But a lot of folks don't realize we actually have a very... um, Unique and hidden gem of a downtown. Yeah. It, it really resonates with that small town feel in a big city. And we have over the last years um, a growing uh, local restaurant uh, district, if you will. So we've got 12 locally owned mom and pop restaurants, and we worked with the city's PR firm to bring in six regional, or excuse me, yes, yeah, six regional food bloggers um, from the DFW area yeah. to take a food sampling tour of five of those restaurants in downtown and worked with the PR firm to prepare our restaurant owners to provide you know pretty substantial portions and samples to the bloggers to um, have the opportunity to really curate the experience sure. and tell their story of how and why they are, where they are, the love that they have for their for the food that they provide, and, and in that event, um, we actually, with fifteen people working on the event, um, or, or fifteen people actually attending the event, thirty if you want to include the restaurants, in a two hour time period, we reached over twenty three thousand people on social media. That's um, great. It was. 23,000 engagements. It was a very collaborative effort between the restaurant owners, the city, different departments within the city. Our communications department put together a collage video and really pushed uh, the engagement right. component of that across the finish line. And out of those 23,000 engagements we had online, 95% of them had never engaged with downtown Garland in any way before. So yeah. we just felt like it it couldn't have been more impactful to to expose this hidden gem that we have and to really get people thinking about downtown Garland and putting it on their belly radar, if right. you will. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah.
0: awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like. A, obviously, there was a lot of like planning and coordinating, but it's still a very like organic experience. It's hey, come look what we have, experience it, and share it. Yeah, right?
1: it was it was really cool. I mean, I had never, I didn't. I could have never fathomed it would have been so successful at an event. Um, it just, like, sparked an energy in our downtown I, would, I wasn't prepared for. Just people were so appreciative of um, the, the time we put into it beforehand, working with them, going through their menu, what they were going to share with the bloggers so that it would photograph really well. Right. Because one thing I learned through the experience is you can have this incredibly delicious southern homemade dish and if it's got like a particular type of gravy on it it might not right look so yeah. um appetizing you learn in a all photo. The yeah food photography tricks. Yeah, and, it was yeah. cool and I think that our business owners really appreciated that and it gave them the opportunity to kind of step back from their daily grind and and you know, do that assessment of looking through the lens of someone else on right. what you're providing as a service. And I like to give the example of our um, our local coffee roaster or coffee shop in downtown and the, the opportunity that it provided for him to tell his story because he'll tell you, you know, he had his first cup of Taster's Choice or his first cup of coffee at age 12, which was Taster's Choice. And then he didn't, Really experienced coffee, and again until he was 30 years old. And now he owns Roslyn Coffee wow. Shop and is roasting beans in the back. And it's just, it was neat to see him have the opportunity to tell that story and just the relationship or the experience, if you will, that it it provided. Yeah, that's yeah. cool.
0: Yeah, we do a lot of work with you know cities and districts and and some of those on some of those projects. We've done kind of these accelerator programs where we're engaging with the business owners and helping the city and. The experience has been overwhelmingly positive because, like you said, the business owners are so grateful that the city is, like, investing back in them. They're learning stuff about how to market, and it's such a win-win because the city's not viewed as just the place you go to complain, but they're like, we have the same interests. Let's make this a successful place, which means your business has to be successful, too.
1: You're so right. Like, I just – I think you put it really well. Like, that, more than anything, is what – it just – Again, I wasn't prepared for, and, you know, I'll even say people were just telling me thank you, like, thank you for doing this, thank you for doing this, and I was like, uh, this wasn't just me. Like, we had, there were so many people supporting this effort, but I just, I want to speak to the fact that, like, they were exuding with appreciation and then pride, and... You know, maybe I'm speaking for them, but it, you felt the sense of like, yeah, it totally does make sense that I'm investing in this downtown district, and right. that I'm here, you know, crafting my trade and and sharing my love for what I do with the community and visitors. So yeah. it was just, it was really overwhelming. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So outside of that event, I guess, what are some of the other ways that, in your role, you have to engage with the public and business owners to kind of bring them together?
1: So. Primarily, as far as like relationship management, I do work very closely with our local our local business association, our merchants association. Um, downtown Garland is totally encompassed with uh, a tour zone, a, a, a reinvestment zone, and everything downtown development is actually funded out of the tip. So, in keeping in mind that there's the traditional relationship management component. There's also a good long list of TIF projects to be implemented over the the remaining years of the TIF. Um, And just really kind of keeping all of those things moving because, again, you have all of these um, energies and and efforts that have been successful in their own right. But I'd say, like, mostly I'm there hoping to... Make everyone's efforts more efficient and impactful, and, right. and realize what's going on um, outside of their immediate world. Does right. that answer your question? For sure. Or? Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, I
0: mean, I, I think that's super important because the whole goal of that funding mechanism of that is to improve an area, mm-hmm. and so it's you want to make sure you don't just have all these like one-off projects that don't connect in any way or don't have a greater good. And so I think you know that takes a lot of management. and communicating and and all that?
1: Yeah, well, thank you for (laughs) recognizing (laughs) it. And to, you know, to complement the... So, like, from the business owner's perspective, the private investment on that side and then their hand in moving the community forward and then the, the public investment on the other side and just making sure both of those groups and every group in between are aware of what the other one's doing so that together... Their efforts really truly have that impact that we all envision for downtown Garland is sure. is what I'm hoping to shepherd. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you have any uh, like tips or advice or words of caution for any anyone with other cities that they're looking to kind of either create a role or just looking to kind of have better relationship and partnership with their businesses to create some of that?
1: I would say first and foremost, be comfortable with operating in the gray, quite often, actually more often than not, and be comfortable with um, continuously asking yourself why, and um, at the same time, you know, be respectful of those energies that are already in place and that have gotten, because again, this, this this formal initiative has only been, been in place there for a year. Obviously, but so much happened up to that point, but it's like right. a formal downtown department was only created within the last year. You've got to keep in consideration all the work that had been done in the last, oh my goodness, like almost 15 years. And so just going back to you know common sense in my mind, like be respectful of what's happened before you, always... Um, Ask why, but in a way that is considerate of past initiative, future visions, and just see how you can help complement that. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, I think we've,
0: we've seen, you know, when we've been brought into those scenarios, you know, we'll have like a round table focus group with some business owners in a district we've seen this like you see this shift over time where sometimes depending on the health of the district um sometimes you'll see like the business owners with kind of some like crossed arms and you know they're they're frustrated and they feel like they're used to a lot of people are used to talking and engaging with the city in a negative way of like i'm here to like complain about this and why is the traffic like this in front of my place and you know what can you do for me and then we've seen when we start doing a lot of the things you're talking about of listening and let's, well, let's, what can we do like together? And you start slowly seeing these arms uncrossing. It's like this realization that like, oh yeah, we're on the same team. We're just trying to figure out how to, you know, do this better. And then it completely shifts the dynamics where all of a sudden they're not complaining about the little things and instead they're thankful for what the city is doing.
1: Oh man, I think you nailed it. Listening is just like truly listening and being present and which, you know, when, when you get busy and feel like you're running out of hours in the day quite often it's hard to to really be present and do that but i feel the most trust that i've built with my various stakeholders and you know not even necessarily just business and property owners is just to truly do what i can do like and i feel like you don't have to any have some special level of expertise but to just listen right and and truly hear them and maybe not um, I mean listen with an open mind, open heart. You know, maybe in the the you're making notes to potentially try and solve the problem after that, but just be there, listen, be compassionate, yeah. you know, and, and and really try to put yourself in their position as much as you can um, strate- strategically. I don't know if that'd be the right descriptive word for it, but just to really to, to really try and understand where they're coming from.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. I've seen this net, right, instead yeah. of like we're all trying. And I think it's so true to what you just spoke about because you have all these different entities that all have the same goal, and that's promote Garland, mm-hmm. and but they all are going to do it in slightly different ways and how can we be coordinated. And so I think it does take a really like strategic effort to think like, I almost view it like Russian dolls, you know, that are like brands within brands, but they need to work together, but then have their own thing at the right time. Um, I think it's so important because, you know, it's just a hard thing to navigate. And so if it's confusing sometimes for people that are in it, imagine to consumers that are like, where do I go for what's happening in downtown? Am I on the business association, the city's website? this page who do I follow on Facebook Um, so yeah navigating that I think is a thing that is obviously not unique to Garland like every city is like kind of working through that and I think the answer is never to just pile on and Frankenstein a brand Mm -hmm. and like just add another logo add another thing but to really kind of like
1: Take a step back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that every other city is going through that because if anyone else is like us, you feel like you're not, you feel like every other city has it figured out, you know, because, and that's, I think speaking to the success of their positioning of their branding, right. But you always try to do benchmarking and, and identify what other people have working for them and think that, you know you have this big gap, but yeah, it can be overwhelming. And I can give an example. We had a business owner recently relocate from Deep Ellum into downtown Garland. Um, she owns a, a really neat vintage clothing shop and makes it quite the experience for her customers. And she's very active and engaged in anything and everything downtown. And she's, um, all about promoting and whatnot, and I'll never forget the day I was standing in front of her, and she's like, Well, I feel like I saw something about details about this event, but I don't know. It was on, you know, one of those garland things, but just the. Right the lack of direct affirmation of where she could go to find the resources or just like, Oh yeah, I I saw that on the downtown Garland account. You know, she just it was it was confusing to her and um I wouldn't say the end user right because she's a business property owner but essentially she is in a way. But if it's it's confusing to us right. to yeah. your point like imagine how it is to that that yeah. person you're trying to reach yeah. you know that customer yeah. or that that potential investor even for your for your for your district yeah. so
0: yeah and the other thing you mentioned of you know creating social accounts and things like that like we've actually kind of had to help a couple clients navigate because what we've seen a lot is you know there are just Local, whether it's a business group or just an individual business owner. We've seen in one of the communities we worked with, there was just a resident that lived in the area, loved their neighborhood and their downtown, and there was no downtown like social media account. So they just bought the URL, created an Instagram account, created Facebook, started posting pictures, and it kind of got some traction because people would want to check in and that would come up. And so they would think, oh, this must be the official thing. And it, so it kind of grew. And then the city finally came around to, like, we kind of want to, you know, invest in this and do it. But, like, a private person owned it. And then the business owners association, they created theirs. And so then it was, like, we had to navigate, like, look, we've all got the same interests. And so what we ended up helping them do was the city actually, like, purchase the social accounts from the individual. But then is um, putting money into it but letting the the business organization run it on a day-to-day basis. So it's kind of a really cool collaboration because it wasn't, I've seen some cities where they try to like tell us a local resident like cease and desist marketing. And it's like, you can't do that because they're just promoting their neighborhood. They're like, we love downtown, whatever. I want to share about it. You know, and so it was a win-win because they created an account because they wanted to promote the area. They saw that it was going to live on and have a bigger life. They got paid for, for it. And the city is investing it, but kind of handing the keys over to the the business association, and that was that worked for that city. Like that's not the formula for every city, but
1: oh no, I'd love to hear more about it because that's essentially like the scenario we could be looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that from the city perspective, the concern, to your point, is first of all they recognize the success of the established platform, right. if you will, or the following. <clears throat> But I think from a city perspective, the concern is they don't want uh, folks outside of that knowledge circle to misinterpret misinterpret um, something to be coming from the city side of right. things and be associated with yeah. city statements. You will yourself a little more. Right, right. So it's just, um, that's, that's the, the I don't know, if conf, the, the complication we're running yeah, into. We're like, sure. well, things are... I mean, beautiful and rainbows and butterflies now, but what if there was ever a conflict of interest? how do you how do you set yourself up to not have to yeah. um, showcase any kind of disagreement yeah. right yeah. or to um, send mixed messages to constituents sure. so it's just kind of trying to keep everyone's best interest in mind at the forefront but yeah. Um, I, I still say, I feel like to your point is that when it's based in a spirit of pride and love for your city, love for your downtown, it right. just you hate to even get that complicated with the conversation yeah. right So yeah, yeah. it's like. Yeah
0: it's like talking about like a prenup or something before you get married. You know, it's like, you know, very good comparison. It's like, Oh, who
1: wants to talk about it?
0: Like, yeah, it'll be fine. Believe in love. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, a city has to worry about Mm -hmm, what if somebody posts something weird and it's not, or they promote one business over the other, mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I mean, I think the good thing is, like we said before, none of that's like unique to like one city. So there, there are a lot of like examples and things where it went wrong, where it went well. Um that we can kinda get ahead of and kinda help navigate some of those things. But um well cool. Well is there anything else that you wanna share about downtown Garland or the conference that we're here at? We're at the Texas Downtowns Conference, by yes, the way, in Georgetown. Yes, yes. And uh have you enjoyed the conference so far? I have.
1: Yeah. Um it's actually only my second time last year was in Corpus Christi. Yep. Um and there've been quite a few eye opening sessions. Um So I highly recommend coming to the Texas Downtown Association Conference on a yearly basis. Um, As far as downtown Garland, again, I feel like we're the best kept secret uh, on the eastern side of the Metroplex. And if you haven't been to our downtown, please come visit us and spend the day with us. Um, We have tons of... uh, options as far as food and drink we have a, a a thriving um visual and performing arts scene and some really special uh, boutique shopping destinations so so look us up yeah um you could just go for downtown garland there's a strong uh, social presence out there yeah. on social media and come visit us yeah absolutely
0: awesome well thanks for stopping by good yeah. chatting with you thank you very much yeah.
1: Thanks for listening to Eyes on the Street, a Civic Brand podcast. If you're interested in learning more, check out civicbrand.com.